The book was better. Hello, everybody. Long time no talk. Welcome back <laughs> to another episode of the Book Was Better podcast. I'm Kaylee Clark. I'm Taylor Collette. And we had an eventful February. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we're going to talk more about that in a mini-sode so that we can not make this episode too long. Um, but thank you all for your patience with us. We are glad to be back. Um, and yeah, tune in to our mini-sode next week. We'll kind of give an update on everything that happened and kind of our plans for recovering um, the books and movies that we had originally um, kind of planned to do. And now our schedule is all off. So um, we're going to make it we'll work. Do that. We're going to yeah. make it work. We're figuring it out. Um, especially because Taylor still has a move coming up here shortly in a couple weeks. So we yes. are figuring it out. But uh, if you're listening and you're still here, we appreciate you. So thanks. Thanks for sticking around. Any other announcements, Taylor? Um, Stores open still? Store <laughs> will be temporarily closed because of said move. Because yes. I have to pack up all the products to ship across the ocean. So it will be unavailable. So the last day to get anything from the store will be, let's see, March 25th. So I can get it shipped out by March 31st because that'll be the last day. So, yes, if you wanted to order something, you have until the 25th of March and then it will be reopening beginning of May once I'm settled into my new apartment. And then it'll be better than ever because I'll have so much more space. And so I'm excited to launch more products because I'll have more space for those products. It'll be good. Yes, we'll do more things. And she'll be closer and we'll be in the same time zone. Hallelujah. It'll be so good. So many or good wait, things. Or will we not be in the same time zone? Uh, we she'll won't. be in Arizona who doesn't celebrate daylight savings. <laughs> yeah. So we will for half the year. We'll be in the same for half the year and then we'll be an hour off for the other half of the year. Are we in the half of the year that it is the same right now? Or are no. we in the half of the year that it's an hour different? We just entered the hour difference with this okay, past so one, week. I'll take one hour over... What is Four. it right now? Four? Four. Night. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I will take one. I will take one hour. So. All right. Because um, Hawaii doesn't do daylight savings either. <laughs> no, it's funny. I'm moving from the one state that doesn't do it to the only other state that doesn't do it. <laughs> yeah. So, nice Which I will you. not you complain to... <laughs> about. Yeah, I love it. No. Yeah, I think daylight savings is stupid, personally. So. Yeah. Um. I wish we got rid well, of it. Well, especially okay. with you having young kids. Yeah, that's... It's the worst. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Figuring out Jimmy's schedule just the past couple of days, He's it's just Oof. been totally different. And yeah. Mm -hmm. The girls, what we do is we just... When daylight savings happen, their bedtime is now 8 o'clock. Oh, okay. And then when daylight savings happens again in November, their bedtime becomes 7. So technically their schedule doesn't change. But Jimmy's a baby they who just eats, who's used to eating every like three different. hours. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they feel a little different, but well, they, it's kind of nice because then they, then they have a little bit of a later bedtime during the yeah. summer and stuff. So 
Yeah. It feels like um, they're staying up later. <laughs> yes. Um, but they're not. <laughs> but anyways, um, happy daylight savings to you all. Happy late yeah. Valentine's Day, because we never ended up actually doing our Valentine's episode. It was Sorry right around that. Valentine's Day when things took a turn. Fell apart. So. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Yes. But we are remaining... I mean, it's a little late into March, but we are still following through with talking about the March sisters with Louisa May Alcott's Little Women. That's what we will be discussing today. That was one of the big reasons why I wanted to do Little Women in March. Because <laughs> I was I like, mean, it's the March sisters. Yeah, it it's makes too sense. good not to. <laughs> we look for any silly connection to any sort make of connection. it work. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's just dive into it, yeah? Yes, I can't see you anymore, but I can still hear you, so... Bizarre. You still look perfectly clear on my end, so... Yeah, weird. I'm not on my Wi-Fi. Me, I guess that's the important thing. Yeah, we'll see if it comes back. Okay, here's hoping. Mm -hmm. All right, so we are talking about Louisa May Alcott's Little Women. Um, we are comparing it to the 2019 edition of the book... Um, the book was originally published in 1868. Wow. Um, not not the oldest book we've done still. No, no, no. But but pretty, up there. pretty, pretty far back. Pretty, pretty. Yeah. Um, there are so many renditions of this book. Like Little Women has been done into movies. It's been turned into miniseries, TV shows. Right. Like it's been done. It's similar to a Jane Austen novel. Yes, it's very it's it's American Austen. It's well adapted. Louisa May Alcott. Um, But yeah, so we just thought let's go with the most recent one. Just. I wanted to I wanted to talk about the most recent one. How about that? There's the reason to. There you go. So 2019. (laughs) 2019 um, is when uh, this movie came out, and that's when we're when the world about. was so. good. Before it all went It was wrong. directed by <laughs> Greta Gerwig. What? Yep. Yep. Now you're cutting out. Gosh dang it. Now it just says you're paused. Great. Oh. Well. You came back. Oh, wait. 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 I think we're good. Okay. I did not hear your last comment, by the way. I just made a comment about how 2019 was the last time that life was good before everything went wrong. <laughs> oh, that's facts. Yes. yes, this movie came out right before the pandemic started, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was directed by Greta Gerwig and the screenplay was also done by Greta Gerwig. Greta. I mean, you can tell. I feel like the movie's really cohesive. Yeah. The yeah. direction was really clear from the writing throughout, right? Like this was her project through and through. For yes. Sure. Her vision came through, I think. Yeah. Um, music was done by Alexander Desplat. I never say his name correctly, but he's done nope. the music for many a popular film. Yeah, he's good. He's very talented. He's good. He knows what he's doing. And then casting was done by Kathy Driscoll and Francine Maisler. 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 One of those. Good job for them. They also did a good job. I think the casting for this movie was also very well done. I'm not opposed, at least. No, I really like the casting. 
as as much as it's like a lot of popular actors, which sometimes I get nervous with, mm-hmm. where I'm like, they oh, they just well. they just picked them for their popularity. Mm-hmm. I think that they actually did a great job. Yeah, I'd agree. Which I'll talk about a little bit when I get to my number one. But um, what I what do I still have to do? Man, it's been a minute since we've done this. Oh yes, my the summary. Okay, so Little Women is set in America in around the same time that it was published. 1800s mid mid to late 1800s um in massachusetts that's that's where they live they live in a little town in massachusetts do i remember the town no but i know it's in massachusetts so (laughs) and it follows the story of four sisters uh the main protagonist is joe or josephine but she goes by joe who is the second sister um oldest is meg then it goes joe then Beth, and then Amy is the youngest. And it just kind of follows them, the book at least follows them growing up. Um, Their relationships with each other, the lessons they learn, um, the differences in, you know, lifestyles and like their dreams and what they want. Um, Their mom plays a really big role in their lives. Their dad was serving in the army for a little bit in the beginning there. Um, um, it's set during the same time as like the Civil War. Oh, I guess that's what the settings are. That, that, there we go. Then whenever the Civil <laughs> War happened, I did get a good grade on my AP US history test. Do I remember when the Civil War happened? No, no, I do not. No. Um, but kind of cool background that in the movie they do. I, I feel like they tie in that that history that historical importance a little bit more than the book Mm -hmm. um, because hindsight right (laughs) like yeah looking back we really know how important and tumultuous that time period was um but oh 1865 boom civil war 1865 so is when it ended so some sometime around that time so a little bit before it was published. There you go. Yeah, it makes sense. Around the same time that Louisa May Alcott was probably writing it. Because it was also, if I'm remembering correctly, from my American lit classes in college, similarly to how a lot of those Victorian novels were published, these weren't published as a, it wasn't published as a full book right away. It was published in parts and in pieces in like newspapers and periodicals, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, originally, so you had like part one, part two, kind of thing that was published piece by piece before yeah. it was ever put all together into a book or a novel. I think, pretty sure, sounds right for the time period. But I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, I know you that can there's. I'm not gonna parts, look it up. <laughs> I know that there's parts to it, so that would make sense. Yeah, but there's parts to books published today, and those were only ever published that way, right? So who knows. Um, but basically yeah, it just follows the life of these sisters and the lessons they learn um, from childhood 
through to like early adulthood is kind of when the book ends. Um, follows, you know, them falling in love, getting married. Uh, this is not a spoiler free podcast. Beth dies. Um, that's the third sister and kind of what that how that death impacts the rest of them and how they view life and their relationships and all that. So um, pretty impactful, I'd say. Um, yeah. For multiple reasons. And we're going to talk about how well this movie did at portraying all of that, because there is a lot. It is quite a bit, mm -hmm. especially because um, while Little Women is just one book. There's more books about the family that Louisa May Alcott wrote, if I believe. Yes. Little Women, I think. My watch is making sounds and it's distracting me. I didn't know. How do I turn that off? There we go. Um, yeah, I believe. I, th I think she wrote. I know, there's, I know little, there's also one called Little Men. Little Men. I that's, know that that's there's one, that I remember. one called like. Oh, dang it. Now I'm liking something made or something. I don't know. But I know Ooh. that there's one that in most modern renditions of Little Women, little most women. modern publishing good wives good wives that's little the one. men and joe's boys a lot of modern publications of little women also has good wives in it i have not read all of them now i want to read the rest now now i'm intrigued anyway anyway you're saying something <laughs> i was just saying that in most modern publications of little women it also includes good wives or some of it, yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm curious now to read the other ones, so. I would not know what portion or any part of Good Wives that goes into it, because I haven't read it, so. <laughs> but, that's basically, there's my summary off the top of my head, so. We can move on. Um, I went first in our last episode, which I believe was Austin Land. So. You will go first this time. We're yes. still doing our three, two, one. Style. Outliner. Whatever. Style. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully you can hear me through all this. Um. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Okay. So my number three is really an anti-grievance. Really just I wanted to take a moment to talk about the phenomenal costumes in this movie i as a lover of costumes and costume design i always <laughs> pay attention to the costumes and i think that they did a great job with this movie with the costumes being appropriate for the characters but also the color stories that they chose for the characters the way that the costumes almost reflect their progression throughout the story. Especially because it's a seven year age gap. Mm -hmm. And they didn't use different actresses or actors for any of them. No. And so how do you portray, especially like when you look at Amy, Amy mm -hmm. March is 20 at the end of the movie and book, which means in those early scenes, she's, 13. Yeah. So how do you make the same actress look both 13 and 20, right? Look like a child and a full grown woman. Like, 
Yeah, and yeah, props to the makeup team as well, obviously. Um, makeup and costumes kind of go hand in hand. Uh, I think that this movie is a great, like, kind of example of what your makeup and clothing can do for, yeah, like, kind of portraying your age. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's really all I wanted to say is that the costumes were really good and I really liked them. And that's that's it for my number three. That's it. <laughs> Short, um, straight to the point. My number three, um, I won't get too I won't go into like all of the examples in detail just because I know it kind of feeds into your number two. Mm -hmm. Um but my number three, I, I don't know if I would even really consider it a grievance. It's not necessarily a grievance or an anti-grievance. It's just kind of there. Um, I have some feelings about how it affected um, the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. But really, my number three is just the the amplification, I guess you'd say, of the crossover between Joe and the book and Louisa May Alcott herself in her life. Yeah. Um, it's pretty common knowledge, but if, if you didn't know, Little Women is considered not like a full autobiography, but like a semi-biography of Louisa May Alcott herself in her life. And Joe is her, like represents her and her feelings and her notion and everything. Um, which you see a lot in the movie at the end when you see that the the novel that Joe is publishing is Little Women, right? And at the beginning of the movie, you see the book title with Louisa May Alcott as the author. And at the end, it's like the same book cover, but it replaced the author's name with Joe March, right? Um Kind of interesting, right, that uh, Greta, like, took it in that direction. Um, again, I'm not I'm not saying it's a bad thing because it's it's not wrong that it was meant to be kind of a partial biography in a mm -hmm. sense. Um, but I think it, it she took it quite literal at the end there. And I'm not quite sure I like that take. Um and then just as you'll talk more about just in general, how it affected and the way Greta Gerwig made it so literal that, yes, this is the book Little Women that I am publishing and her whole conversation with the publisher and how it leaves you questioning on, well, what was the actual ending of, for Joe then? Like what? Like it's not clear. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we'll we'll go into your number two now because yeah, I don't we'll, want to. <laughs> we'll go into my number two, which is about the ending specifically, uh, mainly how in like you were saying in making the book Little Women, it almost gets a little meta, and you're like, wait, okay, so this story is Little Women, but she's writing it. So how like what's real how much and is what's true and yeah. not. Because in reality, Louisa May Alcott never got married. Whereas Joe obviously does eventually marry the professor. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like a, did she actually marry the professor? Did she write that in because she like 
dreamt of marrying him? Like, what's real? Like you were saying, like, how do I know what's real? And what's... I mean, like, the whole argument of, like, if I'm making my protagonist get married, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, the, this, the whole... At least to me, when I... Every time I read this book, I re I've, I've read this book multiple times since I was... I first read it when I was, like, nine or something. Mm. Um, at least to me, Joe getting married in the end and not being forced into it... She falls in love against her will, right? Like, she didn't plan on falling in love. She just fell in love. Yeah. But her falling in love and getting married doesn't change the fact that she still writes and she still publishes, right? Like, it doesn't have to be one or the other. Even then, as a woman, like, she could still progress women's rights and still fight for that without completely giving up the notion of love, right? And that was like a, and obviously I didn't think this deep into it when I was nine, but you know, like, um, it's, it's a testament that you can learn and grow. And just because you make a decision for yourself at one point, point of time in your life, you're not wrong to change your mind later on. And yeah. also, it doesn't necessarily mean that it'll completely destroy and change your dreams either. Like, yes, I think it would have been one kind of powerful message to keep Joe single. But I also liked the powerful message that was she fell in love and did get married. Mm -hmm. And still and continue so to write like, and be, you know, successful. Yeah. And open a school and continue yeah. to teach and do these things that she's passionate about. And I didn't like that the movie m almost minimized that message and made it a question. And. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I wasn't. Like you said, mm. I appreciate the sentiment of it. But they took it a little. Yeah. So literal that you almost are like confused on how you should feel about the whole thing. Mm hmm. So. Yeah, and, like, I mean, obviously, I'm going to talk more about theming stuff with my number one. But, like, they did make it a girls' school compared to, like, an all-gender school um, in the end as well. Which, you know, it's fine. Um, but... In the movie? Just, yeah, in the movie. No, there were boys and girls. Were there? Uh -huh. I just remember them talking about it being a girls' school. She does talk about it, but then it does it does end up being okay. You see you boys and girls running around together, okay. so I'm imagining it's an all gendered school. Okay, gotcha. They never say explicitly, but yeah, but they do still have the school, which is the same at least, you know. So I was glad about that. Um, but yeah, it was interesting. The ending was definitely, I would say, one of the biggest. Like, oh, okay, yeah, that's kind of fun. And like at first I was like, oh, that's so fun. Like, yeah, it's Little Women. But then the more you think about it, the more you're like, wait, hmm, OK, what? <laughs> yeah. So just because the original book yeah, was, was not weird. written like Joe was writing it, you know, it's not a first person mm -hmm. narrative Account. story. So no. it was an interesting change. Yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, that is my number two. 
However, my number two is an actual anti-grievance. <laughs> there you go. So while I was a little on the fence and questioning um, Greta Gerwig's decision with that, I loved her decision in reframing how the story was told. Mm. And kind of centering it, it, it basically how it how it all centered out is you kind of end up getting to see Beth's sicknesses simultaneously. You know, like mm. when she was sick the first time and then she was sick the second time and they like line up. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's really helpful in creating a realistic, empathetic view of all of the characters to see them as adults first mm -hmm. instead of as children first or as young teenagers first. Yeah. Um, especially because I hear a lot of people say that they don't like Amy and that they've yes. like never liked Amy's character. Yeah. Which surprises me because while I did find her annoying and in most movie adaptations, I feel like they really amp up just like how like annoying little sister she is. Uh-huh. I don't think that that's a perfectly accurate portrayal of who she is in the book. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just because, like, I have three younger siblings and I'm like, yeah, little sisters can just be annoying sometimes. And like with Joe being the main protagonist through her eyes, Amy would always be just this. And she's the youngest. Right. So as one of the oldest, you look down and you're like, yeah, the spoiled youngest who always gets her way. Right. Like, yeah, we've been there. I've seen I've been in that mentality. I still have that there. mentality sometimes <laughs> about like, you know, like our youngest sister and things um, that maybe I I view it kind of in that sense where I'm like. She's she has just as many faults and strengths as any of the other sisters, right? Like Joe's yeah. not perfect herself. No. Joe still has weaknesses too. What's up with all this hate for Amy? Like Yeah. Um and then especially in this take, this movie where it kind of opens up with her as an adult in Paris and kind of her and seeing Lori, right? And kind of that's your first time seeing Lori too in the movie mm -hmm. is with Florence. Like, no, not Florence, sorry. Florence is the actress's name with, <laughs> with Amy. Um, and just kind of changes your whole view. Um, so I do really like, and I imagine that that was intentional because Greta, I'm thinking, didn't want to villainize any of the sisters. Yeah. Because the book doesn't have a true villain, really. The villain is, you know, like is life. Life. It's it's not a strong like pro tag antag. It's man versus no. just life. It's like a the slice world. of life. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so I feel like in other film adaptations and TV shows and things, Amy tends to get cast in that villain role when she's really not. She's not the villain. Yeah. Mm. -mm. So um, I think the reframing and kind of telling the story kind of is two different linear lines, right? Because it is linear in the flashbacks. It's not like the flashbacks are all over the place. Uh -huh. It's still linear. 
but they're layered and I think it was just done really beautifully. And there were those shots and those scenes, right? Where it's when Beth was sick the first time and um, Joe is tending to her, whereas Beth is sick the second time and Joe has more knowledge about it because of that first time. And like the fear she had the first time when she woke up and Beth wasn't in bed, but she went downstairs and she was better versus the second time she woke up and Beth wasn't in bed. And it's like that same shot of her going down the stairs with her mom sitting at the table. But this time Beth isn't there. Right. Like just beautifully, beautifully done shots. Oh, very yeah. emotional. I mm -hmm. cried multiple times watching this movie. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I think my big thing, my only complaint about that is I wish it had been a little bit clearer at certain points which timeline you are in so to speak okay because like they I didn't have that hard of a time I think if you've the read the book and you know the story then you're okay I think if this is oh, your maybe. first introduction it could get really confusing because the actors are the same and like yeah they dress well, them a little different like, you know, but, like Joe cut all of her hair off to sell. But if you don't, if you don't pay attention to stuff like that, like if you don't okay. notice those subtleties, I think it would be nice to just have a little like year subtitle, just like a little like. All right, we're back in the past. Okay, now we're back in the future. Okay, well, because like sometimes you just want to watch a movie and not have to put that much effort into keeping track of stuff. Okay, and maybe maybe you're right. Maybe it's because I'm familiar with the story enough because I didn't find it hard to follow. Whereas yeah. there are other movies and books because the movie's not written. That, I mean, the movie, the book's not written that way. The book is just written yeah. purely Very in, a, in, a, in a linear line. Mm -hmm. um, but there are some books and other movies that purposely do like a time skip back and forth that gets very confusing. Yeah. And for the most part, I thought this one was easy enough to follow. It's definitely not the worst, no. And I think that, yeah, if you put in the effort, you can tell. But sometimes I did have to kind of, like, do the little, like, all right. Like, especially if Joe wasn't in the scene. You're like, all right, what? when is this? What's going on? Well, does Amy have bangs or does she not have bangs? Yeah. If she has bangs, she's young. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, you got to do the hairstyle check. Mm-hmm. So. But, yeah, but that's basically my number two. It's an anti-grievance, and I just... Um, I really enjoyed that framework more than I thought I would when I watched it. So, yeah. Great. Um, honorable mentions. Um, there's quite a few missing characters. There's a lot missing because to be fair, it is a big book. But it's a lot of minor characters, which is why it's it didn't make any of my list. Yeah, because the characters that were taken out really don't affect the story that much. Like, mm -hmm. It's hard. Yes, technically, Amy doesn't go to France with her great aunt March. She goes with a different aunt and cousin. Yeah, but but it, it, it doesn't really affect the story that much. She still goes. She still goes. And, <laughs> and it was happens. freaking Meryl Streep. So I'm not going to complain that Meryl <laughs> Streep was in the movie more. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Little Woman is interesting because it's almost like a bunch of little stories all within one big story. Like, there's a mm -hmm. lot of little things that happen that, yes, are good and contribute to the character development and contribute to 
who these characters are and the progression of their lives. Just like in our life, you know, we have little things that happen. But mm-hmm. if you were to just, you know, have to condense your own life into a movie, if you think about or like, you know, five years of your life, you would have to cut some stuff out. <laughs> you so would they have do. To- they have to speed up and make like the romance between Meg and John like a little bit. You know, it's a little bit more through looks and glances and yeah. a montage of sorts. Right. Like. They couldn't go into a lot of the detail of a lot of those relationships, but I feel yeah. like they did a pretty good job still. I think so. But like definitely if you haven't read the book and you've only seen the movie and you want more detail and more going on, then, yeah, I think the book is for you. But I think you're not missing out on a ton by just doing the movie. This is one of those rare books where there's a lot of interesting things that are not crucial to the overall storyline yeah oh yeah it's well that's the case of every book there's always going to be some stuff that's not but what i'd say is like you said this one is a lot more little little things it's not it's not little things big things that i would put as a grievance it's just like oh yeah they didn't do that yeah that's okay (laughs) i'm not so bad about that yeah um i will say if you haven't read this book and you've ever been hesitant or like afraid to read it because of when it was published I will say that it's it's easier to read than Jane Austen. Yes. It is not written in the same style or language as like a Victorian British literature novel. It's from Um, America. We're having issues again. I know. Give it a second. All right. And now it's back. There we go. Okay. Well... When I edit the episode, we'll see what what glorious wisdom you had to share right there, because I did not hear any of it. (laughs) I I don't even remember what I said. Uh, So, (laughs) um, Um, I think I just said it's from America. Don't be afraid. (laughs) It's easier to read because it's American. Um, So it's easier to read because it's. It's written a little bit more similarly to today's books right yeah the paragraphs are shorter there's mm-hmm. more indentations the wor- the pages don't look so blocky with just a bunch of text there's more dialogue she relies more on di- like a lot more on dialogue mm-hmm. to convey parts of the story and de- and character development whereas really when you when you read a lot of Jane Austen stuff there's actually not that much actual dialogue compared to a lot of the descriptions and other ways that she writes. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, other honorable. I mean, because there's plenty of little differences. Um, yeah. Like, like when Amy um, gets hit it's at school. Mm-hmm. Um, in the book, it's not because she was drawing pictures. It was because... Um, those were they pickled limes i can't remember were banned from school yeah and she was caught with them 
Yeah. They still kind of mentioned that the girls were trading limes in the movie, but that's not mm-hmm. what ends up actually getting her in trouble. So, yeah. But, you know, just small little changes like that. Like, the main thing that happened was still the same. She was hit by her teacher, and because of it, her mom was like, you're not going to that school anymore. Yeah. And it, you know, also spurs the... There's not a good school in this area. We need better schooling. And then at the end, Joe opens her school, right? Like, mm-hmm. it all connects. <laughs> um, I think we're good to just move on to our number ones, unless you have anything else. Um, I mean, the only other thing I would say is, like, they, uh, for the professor... Bow, bear, 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 how do you I say I don't his know. Name? Friedrich? Yep, that guy. Just, they just definitely made him. Name, it's easier. They definitely move a movieified him and made him more attractive in the movie. Oh, they movieified all of them. Yeah, which I mean, obviously, I'm not gonna complain. Um, I'm pretty sure Meg and her husband too, John the tutor. Yeah. Um, they right. movieified that relationship too, where in the book, I believe their age difference was quite a bit bigger than oh, it yeah. looks to be in yes, the movie. So definitely. So, yeah, that I'm like, eh, I mean, I understand that. I'm not I'm not mad at it, (laughs) but I just thought I'd point it out. Facts. Um, So my number one is kind of off of a lot of little changes like we were talking about. Um, They definitely Greta definitely had a message she wanted to tell with this story. And. She made a lot of little changes to tell that, to convey that message throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, she, which, I mean, I understand because it's an older story that she is trying to retell to a more modern audience. Well, and it's a um, story that has been retold multiple times already. Yes. And right? even yeah. in the time it was written, Louisa May Alcott wrote it. In kind of a not like revolutionary way, but like she also had her own message that she was kind of trying to tell through the story in her day. Mm-hmm. And Greta was kind of using the same medium or not the same medium, but like the same story to sell a slightly different message, specifically a more a more feminist, a more like woman forward, you know, more power to female kind of message. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I'm all for. Um, but, like, it's just little things like the fact that... Um, hold on, sorry. Amy's, Amy's speech. Yes, Amy's she speech added in. is a yeah. very big one, for sure. Um, the the um, marriage the is, a pro- is a financial prospect or whatever. Now I can't remember the exact words, but I know I'm like a lot of the dialogue from this movie was taken straight out of the book. But that speech that Amy gives to Lori about like, why should I be ashamed for wanting to like, I've always known I was going to marry rich. Like I don't have a choice because I'm a woman, blah, blah, blah. Like that whole speech. Greta just added that. That was all her. (laughs) Mm -hmm. With Meg's um, relationship with her husband the movie centers it more around like economic issues and like Meg wanting to like help out with that rather than it just being like a, Hey, you're not spending a lot of time with the twins. 
and I know that that's a strain our relationship. So like, let's work together and like help fix our relationship kind of mm-hmm. thing. Whereas I feel like, yeah, in the in the movie, it was a bit more like, hey, like I'm part of this marriage, like I'm part of this household too. let me help. Like, it's not yeah. like I know I don't technically own any of this, but like I want to be a part of it. I want to help kind of thing. Um, and even with Joe in her with the professor, um, when he like critiques her writing in the book, she is a bit more like calm about her response. And like they don't have almost like a falling out over it. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the movie, it's like very dramatic, like very much. She is like. She loses her temper. Yeah, yeah. She's like, no, I'm not taking that from from you. We're not kind of friends. Thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was just like a lot of little changes that uh, didn't really change the story, like the plot necessarily. The plot all stayed the same for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was more just the theming. And like the, the moral underlying message. The message that got changed. And so I don't know if I would call this an anti-grievance or a grievance. I've mixed feelings on it, really. Um, Because I obviously really like the original, but I understand that, you know, it is a modern audience. And so wanting to kind of update the moral message to be more applicable to things that we are facing today, I understand. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it is a thing that was changed. (laughs) And there you go. So that's my number it one. It is a thing that was changed. Yes. All right. Um, my number one is a grievance. It's just a full on grievance. Um, it's one of the really only big grievances, uh, grievances I have with this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that they had to they just had to add some extra drama love triangle crap to the end. Um and that annoyed me. So, <laughs> yes, Lori loved Joe. Yes, Amy loved Lori. Joe never loved Lori <laughs> that way. Mm-mm. There was never a full, there was never a true triangle. Because Joe never reciprocated Lori's feelings. She never it was did. A, it was a V. And so, it wasn't even really a V. Because the overlapping doesn't really happen, right? So, like, yeah. Lori falls in love with Amy in Europe. Yeah. He does. And while he's there and while they're falling in love, there is no Joe going back and forth and going, maybe I shouldn't have said no. You know what? If he were to ask me again, I think I'd say yes. I'm going to write him a letter basically telling him all of this and that I would be willing to. Like, none of that happens in the no. book. That does not happen. Mm-mm. She does not do that. There's no Amy being afraid to tell Joe that her and Lori are together because of no. some fear that she's stealing somebody him away from her. Mm-hmm. There's no surprise. They've written. They know that they're engaged. The surprising yeah. part is that they were already married. Like, yes, it's not a surprise that like, oh, hey, by the way, we fell in love and are married now. Like they knew that much. They knew they fell in love. They knew they were engaged. The surprising part that they were going to tell everyone was that, hey, actually, um, we already got married. We're not just engaged. Like that's that was the only surprise at the end. Um, Yeah. 
So I was annoyed that they they had to throw in a little bit of some like there, there was no need for any of the extra drama or flair there. I could understand the I, I liked the part of Joe's speech where she was like. But I'm just so lonely, right? Like where she was basically going off. It's like I have these dreams. I have these goals. I have these things I want to do. I like never planned on getting married or anything. And yet I just feel so lonely and I just feel this, you know, this pain and I just want it to go away. Great. Leave that in. There was no need to throw in the so I'd, I'd rather be loved than it doesn't matter that I don't love Lori. I just feel like it, it. It took away from Joe's character and from the the lessons she learns and, and it almost the took story. away it almost took away from the g genuineness the genuineness of Lori mm -hmm. and Amy's relationship yeah because in the like and in the movie you know Amy even says like I've been second to Joe my entire life and I will not be I will not be who you settle for just because you cannot have her. Yeah. Right? Like she yeah. says that. And so you want to believe and you should believe because in the book, it's true that Lori really does love Amy. He mm -hmm. does not love Joe anymore. Yeah. That way. Yeah. Right. Yes. Still very close. Yes. He still loves her in a sense, but he falls in love with Amy and they are happy and they get married and they have a family and they are happy. Like, yeah, don't. Yeah falsify that in any way by adding this extra nonsense drama to the mix yeah and try and and it's just i didn't like the the potential fear there of like throwing another wrench in what was already a difficult sister relationship like of mm -hmm. the four sisters the two that butt heads the most are joe and amy so yeah. i don't know I, I I was kind of confused as to why that was added in. It didn't yeah, make sense to me. Yeah, it did confuse me definitely as well. And I agree that it just felt unnecessary at that point in the story. Um, and I'm just and it so definitely over love very Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it's such a cliche overdone trope at this point in YA fiction. Mm -hmm. Like... Why did we throw that in? We didn't we didn't need. And yeah, it wasn't a huge addition. No, no, no. Not by any means. But it was enough that it really bothered me. <laughs> like, yeah. didn't like it. So. But yeah, uh, that was my number one. So. That that that's it, basically. Great. We got quite a bit of feedback and comments for fan faux pas. Did we? <laughs> yeah, we got quite a few. Oh, okay. Um, we got three on the Instas. And I don't know about Facebook. I didn't look at Facebook. Probably should have, but we got at least three on the Instagram. Great. So, um, do you want me to just read them or do you have them up now as well? I see two on Instagram. One's in the story replies. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. I have the two comments, so if you want to do... 
the story reply, and then I'll do one of the comments, and then you do the other comment? Sure. Because, yeah, the, the comment on um, the story, it's not, like, huge, but I just... Um, Psycho Cinematic Podcast said, I thought this adaptation that it was quite lovely. Hmm. And I would agree. Yeah, it was, it's I think just, that's a good word for it. That's a, it was just lovely. And it was. It was pleasant to watch, right? Like, it just felt good <laughs> yeah all right uh we have one from dumb girl 01 on instagram <laughs> um which is Allie, Al your comments are nothing dumb i don't understand why that yeah i'm like <laughs> why you named yourself that <laughs> uh ally you know long time listener long time commenter we love ally's comments she says i love this book the casting was great in the 2019 film. Swarcy Ronan. Sersha. I knew I was saying Saoirse. it wrong. I knew I was saying it wrong. Sersha Ronan is one of my favorite actresses, and I loved her take on Joe. I found it interesting how they didn't have two actresses play Amy, and Florence Pugh did a great job of playing both young Amy and older Amy. Not really sure I can say anything bad. Which is rare from Alec. Allie normally has some very strong comments, so there you Both go. positive and negative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then our last one is from Gilmore Book, the Gilmore Book Club. And uh, she said, Florence Pugh's portrayal of Amy was the first time I actually liked this character. There you go. There you go. What did I say? A lot of people don't like Amy. <laughs> to which Allie also replied to that comment and said, 100% agree. She actually had me liking Amy. So there you go. Good job, Florence. Florence Pugh is an amazing actress, though. Yeah. And I do she love did, her. She did a good job. But I think, yeah, I'm, casting overall, definitely was a big plus and helped this adaptation to really just like stand out, I think. Casting was done really well and I was impressed with Emma Watson's American accent. Mm-hmm, yeah. You're always a little worried about those, yeah. you know? And I mean, she she's done a lot for herself beyond Harry Potter, so. You know, good for her. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's been she's been doing it. All right, we have one more fan faux pas, and this one is from Sam Barry on Instagram. She said, "The artistic choices in this movie were so beautiful. I especially loved how they lit the past slash younger scenes with warm rosy light, and the recent slash older scenes with more cool tones. It also allows." Sorry. It also allows people to interpret the end how they want to how they want to regarding whether or not Joe actually gets married or if that's happening only in the quote unquote book since it returns to warm light. Casting was also 100 percent perfect and fully convinced me to ship Amy and Lori. Interesting comments, Sam. Definitely a little different thought on the ending than we obviously had but yeah I mean I think that's a more positive light to look at it in but I totally I mean I talked about the costuming but yeah no even just the lighting on the scenes um was really well done you're totally right and then yes as we already talked about casting Amy and Laurie was just chef's kiss so good so thank you very much Sam for that no, I think that covers it for fan faux pas. 
So thank you for sharing. If you want to share your thoughts that could be shared in a future episode, make sure you're following us on social media at TBWB podcast. Um, because that is where we post usually asking for your thoughts. But otherwise, we need to answer the age old question. Which is, was the book better? Hmm. This one's tough. Tis tough. Because on the one hand, obviously the book has more going on in it. But I do I'm enjoy still say the book was better. I do I'm enjoy that I can <laughs> watch the movie much quicker and still get pretty much the same story. <laughs> um, so it's close. I will still say the book was better just because there is a lot that is missed between the book and the movie that like they just couldn't include. So the book is just going to be a more in-depth look at the characters and at the story as a whole. But I would say this is definitely one of the closer calls on that. Okay. I can, I can, okay. I can get in line with that, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd still, I'm still saying the book was better. <laughs> yeah, no, I would agree that the book is better, but for me, it's a, it's a close one. But the movie was, yes, very enjoyable. Still very mm -hmm. good. Yeah. For sure. Oh, sorry, I'm yawning. It's 11.30 my time. Um, <laughs> what else was I going to say? I think that I think that just wraps it up. So there's there's our thoughts on Little Women, or at least the 2019 adaptation uh, by Louisa May Alcott. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Let us know. Here's where it gets a little up in the air. Um, because technically, the episode that we would have done this week was Holes. But we got behind and everything got mixed up. Yeah. So now we're figuring out. And then the next episode that we like the next scheduled episode would have been where the crawdads sing. And then we still have Love and Gelato, which we were supposed to do back in February and we didn't get to. So. We're kind of going to have to figure out which one we're actually going to do next. So. Yes. We'll let you know as soon as possible on that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But otherwise, um, just next week, uh, again, our mini sode is just going to be a little bit of a life update um, and that explanation of th what the plan is, what we're doing moving forward. So, yeah, because there's a it's, you know, it, it's like the the song says. It starts coming and it just they don't stop coming and they don't stop coming. <laughs> Thank you, Shrek. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Life lessons from Shrek. Yep. Um, but otherwise, thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoy our show, please leave us a rating and a comment or whatever your listening streaming app allows you to do. We'd appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And um, otherwise, we hope that you have a great week. And don't forget to read. <laughs>